What's going on, everybody? We're back. This is uh, episode two of November Zone podcast. Uh, I'm Dustin, along with Preston, and this is going to be our Christmas special. Hope everybody has a Merry Christmas, and we're going to get right into this right now. So yeah, man, we're here. Our Christmas edition. Super, super excited about it. Episode number two. I've been thinking about a lot of a lot of the stuff that we discussed in episode one and different things that we wanted to discuss and you know other things about how we did some things. And with it being our very first one, I was I was pretty I was pretty happy with it. I don't know. What about you? Yeah, I felt good about it. Um, I've really, really, uh, was impressed with how it came together after we did the final edits and added all the, we just put it all together. It sounded good. Um, it definitely kind of made me excited to, uh, yeah. to move on, to move forward with it. Ex- exactly. Yeah. I was, you know, you know, like we said in our first episode, this is kind of the very first, you know, media endeavor that we've, that we've had you know, where we're, you know, publicly speaking about, you know, certain things and topics and stuff like that. And, you know, I've done some like editing stuff, you know, to like videos and, and, you know, different, different kind of stuff like that in the past. But I think this was, you know, the bigger the project is actually, you know, editing the, you know, the whole episode out. And I'll tell you what, it, it takes some time. I mean, you know about it. I probably complained to you a couple of times about it. Like, golly, you know, this is, this takes longer than actual, you know, shooting the actual episode. Yeah, so, absolutely. It, well, it turned out really good. So good job. We both have pretty creative minds. I I like to think so. You know that makes things a little bit easier. You know with originality and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. But but yeah, it's it's Christmas time finally. We're here. We have you know quite a bit of days off. I think you know. Yeah. Luckily, in our position, you know where we where we work at, we're we're able to to do that. You know. Unlike, you know, a lot of other places, which very thankful for that. So, and you say, finally, I'll be honest with you. I don't know about you, but Christmas kind of snuck on me. It, uh, it, it, it seems like it shouldn't be Christmas time yet. 21, 2021 has gone by very fast in my head. I mean, maybe everybody else kind of, but me and my parents were talking just the other day or me and my mom were, was, and she was like, I'm with you. She said, I cannot believe it's already December and, you know, Christmas time. And I was, I know I said, I just feel like it was just a summer. Like, I don't feel like it has been six months since we went on our vacation, but yeah, I mean, a lot of people look, look forward to Christmas, which I mean, it's not that I don't look forward to Christmas, but I know when you're thinking about Christmas and love this time of year, it seems to kind of creep by for you, but to me, I, I just wasn't thinking of it like that. And just kind of, it's just a blur. 21, 2021 was a blur to me. And I think, uh, I think it was like that for a lot of people too, because just getting back to normal stuff, it's kind of just, it all happened at once. But yeah, it's kind of, it's exciting too. I know it's funny. This is our second episode. Um, it just so happens to be that we're going to release it on the week of Christmas. So it's like, we're, we're just getting right into it. It's going to be, it's big time. It's, this is our Christmas episode. It's our second episode. So we're doing it big here, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Yes. Yes, we are. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's really weird here in Oklahoma because for the past week, it's been about 70 degrees. In December. And it's so, going to be and, that way for Christmas Day, it looks like. Yes. Yes. So it's weird. Like you said, it doesn't feel like Christmas time. It doesn't time-wise. And also the weather doesn't doesn't make it feel like Christmas time whatsoever. Either, either way. That doesn't help anything. So I guess let's, since we're here on our Christmas episode, let's talk about some, you know, things that we've, we've done during Christmas time. You know, things, mm-hmm. you know, that... That's happened. Funny stories, um, you know, you know, stuff like that. You know, I think it's only it's only fair to, and I guess we could talk about some other things too. You know, uh, you know, sports that's going around around this time, mm-hmm. and you know, other things like that. So we can we can start off with with whatever when it comes to that. I know a lot of everybody has you know funny stories or funny things that have happened with them. For one, you're around 
a lot of your family, you know, that you might not have seen, you know, throughout the year, really. And, you know, I know that usually, you know, for me, and I'm sure you too, you get around certain people as well, and you might get into a little bit of trouble or mischief and stuff like this. Uh, it brings back, you know, funny memories, funny things that have happened. And I, I, I guess we can touch on that, you know, because mm-hmm. I mean, who doesn't like, you know, a funny Christmas story or, you know, the something traditions. that you... Exactly. Or things that you've gotten for Christmas that you thought that were awesome or funny, you know, and anything like that, you know, that's, you know, relatable to, you know, to everybody in a sense. Yeah. So with the uh, topic of Christmas at hand here, um, you, you have any traditions, stories, uh, things that make you whenever you think of Christmas that makes you think of a certain event or story or toy or anything that you've received for Christmas or anything like that? Yeah, I've, I've got a few of them. I will. Um, so man, I'm trying to figure out how, how young I was. I was probably 10 or 11 years old. And just, just a little backstory from there is, um, when I grew up, I lived with my mom and I would go see my dad every other weekend. So anyways, I remember going to my dad's for, for Christmas and man, I I can't remember. It was, it was probably maybe the week before something like that or the, or the week of Christmas that I went there. But so I went there and, you know, it was time to open some presents in the morning, you know, when we got up. So opened some presents, got there and there was there was one last present and went outside and it was a dirt bike, you know, super, super excited. You know, I was, I was pumped, obviously, you know, 10 years old getting a dirt bike for Christmas. I'm pretty sure it was a Kawasaki KX 85. So it was a, it was a two stroke bike. And I mean, if anybody knows anything about two strokes to begin with, they're a handful to ride, you know, you know, even the 85s, you know, I'm 280 pounds, six, four, and they still have enough power to dump you pretty quick. (laughs) <laughs> so, uh, you know, I remember getting that and, um, so, you know, I was just pretty much begging my dad, Hey, you know, let's, let's, let's go out there. I want to ride it so bad. So never ridden a, uh, a dirt bike before, you know, something that had a clutch anyways, you know, I've ridden other things before, but this is probably my first one that I actually had a clutch with and, you know, go out there, you know, get like a little crash course, you know, from my dad on, on how to do some things. And, so I was like, okay, you know what? I'm, you know, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to do this. So I took off, you know, putting around, I was getting used to it. And so I figured I was like, you know what? I'm going to open it up a little bit. So I'm, I'm opening up a little bit. And what happens is I'm for one, I don't have a helmet on. I don't have any types of oh, boots on. Gosh. I have nothing on whatsoever, you know? <laughs> so, you know, I don't have anything. This is the nineties. So you know, that's probably wasn't as frowned upon it is today, but I remember hitting like this hole or divot in the ground and it pretty much bucking me like a Bronco off of it. You know, I was probably going every bit of, you know, 25, 30 miles an hour, which is plenty fast enough, especially oh, for a 10 year old to be going. And, and so, you know, I'm like, Oh God, well, my dad, he runs towards the bike and, and it's, I was, I was over there, you know, I'm dazed and dazed and confused pretty much. And what's going on my dad, the whole time he's screaming at me because I completely tore the fairings off the bike. (laughs) So, so this brand new bike, literally brand new, the front fairings ripped off of it. The back fairings ripped off of it. The handlebars are bent somehow. And he, he is just, he is livid with me. So uh, so yeah, I would say on a story that, that was, that was probably one of the funniest things that, uh, that's probably happened to me on Christmas and, you know, nothing against my dad, you know, I know I didn't have the the best, you know, childhood memory with him or whatever, you know, especially if he listens to this he's like, dang, that's, that's all you remember, you know, something like that. But mm-hmm. it's just something that, that kind of stuck with me that I thought that I thought it would, I think it's funny now. I think it's hilarious. So, um, you know, there's a, there's a couple of stories that we could go on for hours and days and, and years and stuff like that. But, you know, I wanted to, you know, talk about something that's, you know, kind of, you know, a little bit funny and, 
you know, get people's attention and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. so with, uh, that's good, by the way, that's very good because it's kind of like your, your version of a Christmas story, you know, the, you'll shoot your eye out. Well, you don't need a dirt bike kid. Cause, cause you'll, you'll wrap the shit out of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's what happened too. And, and I don't, after that, I don't know what happened to that bike. I think I think he sold it or or something like that. He was like, "Nah, we ain't we ain't gonna do this or something like that." I think we got something that was a little bit more tame because, like I said, those those little eighty five two strokes they're they're pretty pissed off. That's good. So with with uh, it's not necessarily my most profound story of Christmas. I've got plenty of them that I can think of and then a little bit more feel good and stuff, but I actually have kind of a comical story as well. And looking back, it's like kind of like whenever you think about it, it's kind of crazy how, but I mean, and, and at the same time, it may just be a total dud of a story, but anyways, I'll, I'll just, I'll just run right here with it. Um, so it also is a, a father and son story. So we're at my, so where I grew up is in a small town. Uh, it's a pass through town, so it's not very big. And, uh, we were at my grandparents' house, my mom's, uh, parents' house for Christmas. And my grandpa, he likes to get like the, the, the guy gifts, you know what I mean? Like the knives the uh you know just the the guy stuff so um he got me for christmas uh one of my christmas presents he got me this knife and this thing was a giant i mean like i was only like eight maybe seven or eight years old and and he gets me this huge knife and it's a foldable knife but it's <clears throat> It's a, you know, the brand old timer. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it was actually like an old timer brand, but it was like a hunting knife. And the thing was just giant. It's, it, uh, an eight year old kid had no business having this knife, but I mean, in my eyes as an eight year old, I was like, hell yeah, this thing's badass. <laughs> like it's huge. It's cool. But anyway, so Got this knife. Uh, my dad was like, hey, let me, let me look at that. And he's looking at it and probably thinking exactly what any dad would think. Like, what the heck is this eight-year-old kid doing with this knife? And I, I collected knives as a kid, which, you know, like I said, from where when we were kids and when our kids are kids, like my son having a knife collection is not even on the table. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I actually yeah. still have my knife collection, which is funny. But anyways, so we uh, we're everybody's opening presents. You know, it's not just us there; it's a whole family. And you know, everybody goes in the line, opens everybody's present. You know, and then everybody throws trash in the middle, and then everybody picks up trash and stuff at the end. So we um, the night's going on. I we they probably let me open presents first, being young and whatever. So we we clean up these. We clean up all these gifts and stuff, and I can't find. Uh, later on, we're kind of going through my stuff, and we're I think we're about to leave or something. I'm like, "Hey, where's where's my knife that Papa got me?" And we're like, "Oh, I don't, we don't know." And I'm thinking like maybe my dad took it because he didn't think I needed that big big old knife. And we're like looking around, and like he's actually looking for it. I'm like, "Okay, he's either really selling it, or we really don't know where it's at." <laughs> and so this is, like I said, this is later on in the evening probably. And people had already left and we were just hanging out there just cause it was my grandparents' house and we were just still hanging out there. And, um, so my dad and brother or my dad and my mom's brother, my uncle had already ran. So like, like I said, this is a small town. They'd already took all the bags of trash from everybody opening their gifts and took them to the dump. And so, like, the dump was just across town. It was, like, open to public. You just pull up, 
throw all your trash in this big, big old like back of you. Sometimes they had like a back of a trash truck, and sometimes they actually had like a big roll off um, dumpster. So that has already been done. They'd already been back. I mean, this is probably hours later, and we're like, I can't. We can't find this knife anywhere. So we're looking, looking, looking. Well, I mean, we're just like, we're just like, man, we just can't find it. So then, like, well, where, did it get thrown away and all of the stuff that got picked up? We're like, well, it's a, it's a pretty big knife, you know. I don't know how it could have got missed. So, so, anyways, um, we're just like, we're just looking, and so finally, we're like, okay, well, let, where's the trash, the trash bags, and then. They're like, well, we already we already took those to the dump, and we're like, oh my gosh, okay, well, uh, I guess let's go, <laughs> let's go look. So me and my dad, we get in the car, and our truck or whatever, we drive to the dump. Well, but from the time that they had gone to throwing away all that stuff, there's probably had been like six families worth of trash that had been thrown away in between that. So basically this is Christmas day. It's probably three, four o'clock. Oh, actually, you know what? Now that I'm telling the story, I'm pretty sure this is the next day. This is, there's, there's been a day in between this. So the next day we go to the, to the dump. And the day after Christmas, we are digging in this trash truck through just trash bags. And they're all black trash bags. They're all, you know, they're nothing's marked. And it's just unwrapped Christmas paper. And so we're feeling around in there to see if we can feel anything hard. And... I know everybody says the last bag, which it's always the last bag. If you find what you're looking for, it's always going to be the last one you check. But we, after probably an hour or two of digging, we actually find that knife in one of the bags and it was deep in there. And what's funny is I look back at that and that knife was probably 40 bucks. <laughs> but I mean, at the time, 40 bucks was some a heap of money man but it's just funny because and that kind of shows the love of a dad that we went and uh, dumpster dive pretty much we went and dumpster dove over christmas to find this stupid knife that i had no business having it was just funny that it's funny because that's <laughs> that's one of the memories like i said i was probably eight years old so but I, I have plenty, plenty of more Christmas stories. But that it's just funny from what your story is. That kind of what's reminded me of that story. <clears throat> but it's just funny. I, and I know it's funny that we, you know, we've known each other for for quite for quite some time. And you know, some of these stories, you know, even sometimes too, we might not have even told each other this. So right. the the stories that I tell you or you tell me. It's mm-hmm. like the way know the, the way we know each other. It's like the the crazy stuff that just happened. It's like not even surprising anymore. It's just like oh my gosh, like what yeah. what are these? When do they stop? Type deal. Oh, so, I know. And that's the thing. I never heard that story. Have you ever heard me tell that story? No, no, it, no, not at all. I don't all. ever tell that story very often because it's not something that I don't think of all the time. But I mean, I I always think about it, and it's funny because. Even after all that, my dad was like, you know, you're not really ready for this knife, even after we went and found it. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, yeah. yeah, okay. And what's really funny is about a year or two ago, I actually saw that knife in his truck. He had it in the door oh. of his truck. Oh, my. And I said, is that the dumpster <laughs> knife? And he said, yes. I said, my gosh, that is awesome. <laughs> So did you get it back from him or is he still holding no, on to it? No, hell no, I didn't get it back. <laughs> and that's probably why we went and dug for that sucker. He used me as free labor to go find that knife that he wanted. Yeah, he said, see, son, you're not responsible enough. This is my knife now. That's right. Th- thanks, you thanks even... Papa. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't, 
I mean, stuff like that. I don't, I don't think my kids, maybe yours, not either, are going to have stories like this. And I don't know if that's a good thing or or a bad thing. Right. You know, it's it just times have changed completely on on how things on how things are handled. You know, and mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure if that you know if that happened now, you know, we're like, well, the hell with that knife. We'll just go buy you another one tomorrow or something. And that's exactly right. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. No, yeah. ever would you ever think, okay, you got your, you know, your Pokemon toy thrown in the trash. Like, let's go to the dump. We're going right now. We're going to track down where your poly cart got dumped. It just didn't happen like that. And it definitely, mm-hmm. I could see maybe if it got thrown in our dumpster outside or in our poly cart or whatever. Sure. But if it already left the site, you ain't coming back from that. <laughs> Sorry, son. Write that one down. We'll go back to the store and get you that one. Yeah. All right. Do you like this one? All right. We'll get you another one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so uh, I don't know about y'all, but we kind of have a little bit of a, a tradition for movies and stuff during Christmas and movies that not necessarily that we watch on certain days, but like some that we definitely try to make a make a point to watch during the Christmas uh, month or time, you know, a couple weeks before or whatever. So any of those, any of those movies that you certain. Yeah. Yeah, we do it. Usually the week before something like that. Well, it's kind of weird. We will watch movies, but we won't, if that makes any sense. Like, you know, like on the local channels here, there'll be like frosty, the snowman or, or Rudolph, uh, that that will come on TV, and we'll kind of just have have that playing in the background, or something like that, or or Christmas music in the background, and you know when it whenever it's on, whenever it's on TV and passing, we'll, we'll kind of you know watch it for a little bit. But every single year for for as long as I can remember, you know how however long I've been with my wife and us having our our two boys as well, is we will always watch National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Thank you. You know, I, I I literally think it's like a staple in in this nation. Like, if if you don't really watch this, are you even really, you know, a citizen of the United States type deal? Exactly. You know, it's, I mean, I mean, who doesn't who doesn't like it? You know, I've probably seen it, you know, a hundred different times, but it literally never gets old whatsoever. Because I think I think probably some of the funniest stuff about it is there's always people in that movie that you can relate to. Like you have those type of family members. Yes. It is the most relatable (laughs) movie because it may not be that extreme, but there's just so many innuendos that you can relate to. Like, you're like, well, I have a, we have a cousin or we have an uncle that is the cousin Eddie, you know, through and through or, you know, like I always definitely yeah. think of, you know, my grandpa as Clark Griswold mm-hmm. and, you know, it's just, it's just funny. It's like, like I said, like you said, it is a very relatable movie and even all the vacations, even like the, you know, the European vacation and all, all the vacations. Vegas vacation. Yes. And yeah, e- each of those settings, it's just very relatable as a family type movie. But yes, I'm oh, very, yeah. gl- I'm very glad you said that movie. Any others? Any others? Uh, I think, you know, what's funny is I know a lot of people say that they always watch a die hard because they consider it a Christmas movie, which I don't know why, you know, I, I know, but I'm not going to lie. You might be disappointed in me. I do not like Die Hard at all. I don't. Oh my god! I think it's so corny and, and, that and cheesy. And is when which we I know end it was. Podcast. Yeah. See you later. All right. Nice. Nice. Nice working with you. Yeah. No. Yeah. I don't. Not. Not. Not that I say. You know, it's just horrible. But I don't know. It just. It doesn't do it for me at that time. And it's funny too. Is Alicia up until last year? She actually hasn't even seen Die Hard. So. We tried to watch it, and I think we did, but I ended up falling asleep. Usually how I do in every movie anyways. But other than that, I don't think we have a movie that we 
that we just sit down and watch, you know, Christmas style. Like I said, we'll turn some stuff on, kind of have background noise or, you know, ambient noise and stuff like that. And we might, you know, in passing, watch a little bit of it. But I think that's about it when it comes to actually sitting down and watching a movie. So have you actually sat and watched Die Hard before? Probably 20 years ago. So I definitely recommend you watch it through I, I probably I probably should I probably should just do it just but just because people say it's a Christmas movie I won't watch it on Christmas I'll probably watch so, it in January sometime so the movies obviously Christmas vacation for our family huge um, I probably seen that movie before I should even had seen it at my age and um, has been a Christmas movie that we have watched for, man, uh, years. I mean, at least 25 years. Um, that, and even probably before me, um, one of the, one of the other movies that, that I watch and it's one of my dad's favorites and it's fitting for him is a Christmas story. I got him actually for Christmas last year. I got him a leg lamp coffee mug. And so that is definitely his movie. I watch it because it makes me think of him and he loves all the, all of the, um, the sayings and, you know, little punchlines, I guess you could say, but like the, like when they go and they, they, uh, have Christmas dinner at the Chinese restaurant or Vietnamese or whatever at the restaurant and they come out to sing the, uh, carols and it's fa ra 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 ra. You know, it's funny you talk about that. I also do love that movie as well, but I actually just read a a story about it. I guess at the very end of that movie, when they came out and brought brought the duck out, when they mm-hmm. actually cut its head off, that was un- completely unscripted. <laughs> so all actually everything at the end of that movie was unscripted. When it came when they were singing fa ra 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 ra, when they were cutting the the neck of the the duck off and everything, I, I think I literally just. Uh, read that yesterday or the day before. So it's funny you say that. That is hilarious. Um, also, Die Hard. That's one. Of the, that's not one of the like the most ten year standing movies that we've watched. It's definitely it's definitely one of the ones, the first and second one. And the only reason why that they have been classified really as Christmas movies is because they're both during Christmas time. Like he's flying home. To I say he's flying home. I'm not going to get into the whole plot, but it's during Christmas. Like the the Nakatomi Plaza is having their Christmas their year for their Christmas party, and uh, that's what you know that. And then on the second one, it's during Christmas also. It's actually a year later from the first, but we enjoy those movies. But definitely Christmas Vacation. My gosh, I'll watch that in the middle of the summer. You know, some day, some days, and I'll, I'll tell my wife this: like, you know, I just, I just really, uh, really just need to watch Christmas Vacation tonight. That'll really make me feel better, or whatever. So it's one of my. You can't go wrong with it. It's kind of one of my security blankets, to be honest with you. It, it, it really makes me think of my family and the fun that we have. And like last year, uh, my mom's and uh, their their Christmas party was. Uh, was Christmas vacation theme. So everybody kind of had their own, own take on the characters and that's how, what to dress up as. And it was, she had the, uh, the moose mugs and the eggnog and stuff. It was good. It was really good. So, so yeah, so Christmas vacation on, obviously every time I think of Christmas, I'm like, yep. Starting December 1st, we're going to watch Christmas vacation at least twice a week till Christmas, at least twice a week. So, so yeah, definitely Christmas vacation, one of the major, major household and family Christmas movies for us. Um, but other than that, we don't really have any other just major Christmas traditions that we go through. My wife, she always, she loves Elf. So that's her favorite Christmas movie. So she, um, I mean, hell, they just watched it today. So, um, but yeah, Elf, and that's, I mean, really, that's about it. All 
that we watch for Christmas. We we're pretty. I think Christmas Vacation has pretty much been everybody's favorite Christmas movie in the last fifteen ten years. Which I know it's older than oh, yeah. that, but it's, I've noticed it being a lot more popular. I I should say. Oh yeah, but anyways, you got anything else Christmas wise that you? Christmas wise, yes and no. I do know around Christmas time that's when some really really good football starts happening. Oh yeah, and you know, kind of to switch the subject up a little bit, but you know, you know, <clears throat> at this time we we kind of know. You know, who's who's getting, you know, who's who's who, you know, pretty much in the NFL. Yeah. So, I mean, I would I would say, you know, I've which, like I said, I'm pretty sure this, you know, pertains to you as well. Probably in the past five years or so, I think we've both gotten to NFL more than we were oh, in, uh, you know, in, in previous years. And I think that has a lot to do with the people that have played for. Um, our teams, you know, mine's Oklahoma State and NCAA, and yours is Oklahoma. And then also not just those people, but people that are in the Big Twelve, you know, which yeah. our teams are in the Big Twelve as well. So then, it's it's kind of cool to see those players grow up in a sense. And yeah. a lot of them have have really shown that you know they can ball out. You know, especially they're on some really good teams. The name the names are real uh, familiar to us. You know. Yeah, so it's it is it is kind of cool to actually you know see the people that played on our teams or you know played on other teams that are close to us as well in the NFL and do and do really good. So my NFL team is is the Chiefs. It, I kind of got that from when I very first met my wife. Oh, probably fourteen years ago or so. Uh, her dad, huge Chiefs fan. He was. He was born in Missouri. You know, he's been a Chiefs fan his whole life. So, you know, I was, I still loved college football, but I was never really big in NFL. So I, at that point, I was like, well, heck, you know, to win her dad over, you know, maybe I should, you know, start liking the NFL team, you know, that, that he likes, you know. So at that point, I was like, well, heck, I don't really have an NFL team. So let's go ahead and let's, you know, jump, jump right in, you know, to, to being a, a uh, a Chiefs a, a Chiefs fan, and um, you know ever since then you know I kind of you know we, we you know we watch it on Sundays and Mondays and Thursdays and stuff like this, and you know me being an OSU fan you know they're not the most winningest you know team in college you know and that kind of came back to you know the Chiefs as well you know at that at that time up until about four years ago where you know they they weren't the best so I wasn't you know, really heartbroke, you know, when, you know, they would lose and, and, and stuff like that. So, you know, but now that, you know, they have gotten better and, um, they won a Super Bowl two years ago and stuff like this. Now I'm, you know, it's, it's definitely really good to see. And, um, Dustin, yours, yours is the Browns. So, I mean, so, you know, kind of tell us a little bit about, about them as well, why you like them. So it's exactly kind of like the same same concept. Uh, people around here uh, mostly have just like different teams. You know, I have friends that are Seattle Seahawks fans. I have other friends that are Green Bay Packers fans. Uh, but for the most part around these areas, it's Dallas Cowboys. I mean, it's their, it's the closest team. Um, you know, it's easy to go. Like we only live three hours away from Dallas or Arlington where that's where they play. Uh, so, you know, it's kind of one of those teams where we don't have a, a professional, uh, football team here. So it's kind of like, that's either you have a team that your family's into or that, you know, that you've just kind of picked up over. Over the years, you know, you're not necessarily have like a, a home squad that you can can root for. But, you know, with that being said, you know, my family, I've never really been big into NFL. Like he said, uh, like Preston said, up until about, I mean, I always watched it, but up until about five years ago, you know, um, really just four years ago, you know, 
me being an OU fan, I'm a, I was a huge, you know, Baker Mayfield fan. And, you know, what, what, what more of an opportune time to pick a team whenever someone that you really enjoyed watching in college, you know, is going to the, going to the pros and he gets picked round one, pick one of the 2018 round one, you know, pick going to the Cleveland Browns. At the time, you know, Cleveland was coming off of a pretty sure a one win. They had a, a O win, uh, <laughs> a zero win season, and they had a one and uh, 15. They had an O and 16 and a one and 15, 15 season. So, you know, not necessarily bandwagon, you know, getting on, but it's, it's just like we picked that time to. To find, and it wasn't just me, like my whole entire family. We just kind of dove on, dove on in, and we've kind of had discussions about, you know, well, are we going to be, are we going to be Browns fans even after Baker leaves? And I'll be honest with you, you know, me as just me, I can't speak for the rest of my family, but I've actually really gotten into a lot of their uh, players and actually enjoy joy the team aside from just Baker Mayfield you know uh I I feel like I would be a little bit torn if Baker did get traded or left or you know something had happened but at the same time I honestly think that I would stick with the Browns just because I I feel that I'm actually in it for a lot more of the players other than just Baker Mayfield as well like you know Jarvis Landry you know, Miles Garrett, all those guys, you know, I, I feel like I'd still be interested in just keeping up with them, you know, with the Browns. And then like, in on the years to come, you know, they may, they may pick up uh, another, another, you know, likable pick from, you know, OU or, you know, just, they may grab, they may grab another person on down the road, you know, that would be interesting. So I think for the most part, you know, we, We'll stick with the Browns on a lot of stuff, but uh, on a lot of the 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 games and stuff as it's going on. But uh, but yeah, so that's that's our that's for now. I mean, even after if Baker gets traded or something happens, you know, I, I'm all in for, on Browns. To be honest with you, I definitely will be torn to wherever he goes. I'll keep up with him. You know, I keep up with the Cardinals because Kyler Murray and all that stuff, but. You know, I don't just like the Browns. I mean, I definitely that would be the team that I mostly root for. But I mean, like, like, and Preston will agree with me on this one. You know, we just like football and good football in general. So it's just kind of hard not to just exactly. put a label on just one team. But just you know, it, it's just we like football. So and then that kind of goes exactly. into our kind of like what we want to talk about next is then like our fantasy football. Um, we have a fantasy football league that I started and it's kind of funny because it has our friends, you know, that we work with and have worked with. Um, but it also has my family in there as well. So I've got my brothers and my sister and my mom. (laughs) So, and she, and she is very, very competitive and keeps up with hers. And has actually won two of the years that we've done it. So I think we've done it five years total. And she has won two of those years. So she's not just a pushover. She's not just a, you know, someone we use to fill in a space. She actually does her research and watches games and stuff. So shout out to her on that one. Yeah, she's busted my ass a few times. (laughs) So, so, so yeah, I, I love the fantasy stuff, obviously. And I think I don't keep up with it as much as I would like to. Like, it seems like I'm always, you know, once somebody has already started or that game's already started, I'm like, oh shit, I need to start this guy. And then guess what? It's too late. You know, something like that. Always something happens or there's always something going on. But I will say this week, the guy that I am playing, he's a guy that I used to I used to work with, and so did Dustin. I want to bust his ass so bad. And I was 
I was really excited. I just knew I was. It's not over yet. You know, unfortunately, he's projected more than me right now. So, yeah, my, my two quarterbacks that I actually have on my team are Kyler Murray and Josh Allen. So this week I decided to throw Kyler Murray in because the Cardinals were playing the Lions, and that should that should be an easy win, you know, no matter what you look at it. Well, guess what? As everybody's seen, the Lions completely dismantled the Cardinals it's somehow, some way. Uh, Kyler Murray gets me a measly 12 points compared Ooh. to he's got me like 35 plus before, you know. And for whatever reason, the Cardinals offensive line was garbage today, was was just horrible. And then I look at Josh Allen and guess what? He he would have gotten me 20. Mm-hmm. So now it's yes, yeah, so now it's going to be a tight race and um I I think there's there's somebody on on everybody's fantasy team that you're just like, man, every time I play this guy, I want to beat him for whatever reason, just because they might be cocky or there's somebody that you let in because you felt sorry for him or something like that, but they're actually an idiot. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's, there's, there, there's no telling, but, but yeah, uh, I really like, I really like the fantasy stuff and we do the ESPN. I know a lot of people, they do Yahoo or they'll do like FanDuel or, um, you know, other things like that. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I really like, I really like the ESPN, uh, layout of, of the fantasy stuff like that. So, yeah. And, uh, so usually, you know, just being the commissioner or whatever, uh, usually my team's not that good. I mean, I'll just come out and say it. It's usually, you know, I always have high hopes and I, I pick people and I'm like, man, these, I've got a, I got a solid team and then like, you know, they get hurt or they, you know, last year COVID stuff just really plagued a lot of teams and stuff. And, you know, and that also plays into fantasy stuff too, you know, um, obviously fantasy is not the, the most serious part of that, but you know, it, it does play a part. And, uh, so this year I'll have to brag on myself a little bit. I am number one in the league this year. Um, I'm, I've only lost twice and one of them actually fell last week because I have Lamar Jackson as my quarterback and he had a high ankle sprain early game. So he only got two points last week. So, and he was also out this week. So I had to put in, put in one of, uh, I pulled a quarterback off of the, off of the, uh, waiver, waiver list this week. So. It, it worked out, um, but but yeah, so one of the losses, and I'm kind of like Preston, there's some certain people that you just don't want to lose to just because, you know, you already know they're thinking like, ha-ha, beat him or whatever, but, you know, I, I could, with going on a 11-game win streak, you can afford to lose a couple because you're already kind of a, a shoe-in for the playoffs, so, but anyways, um I've been I've been pretty uh, pretty lucky this year with my team. You know, it's been pretty solid. So I was I was pretty happy with it. You know, a lot of times, and I'm sure Preston kind of vouch, and I'm sure he kind of feels that way this year. You know, when your team's just not doing just the greatest, and it's kind of hard to kind of to get excited and stay stay in it. You know, but like if it you, happens, it happens all the time. You know, if you've got if you have, you know, if your team's doing at least to where you're in the playoffs, which I think you're in the playoffs this year, by the way, Preston. So that I, would, I, that would be surprising. I think, I think I'm eight and six right now. Yeah. Which, I, I mean, I, I think looked. you're only, I think you're uh ranked fourth. I can look it up, but uh, you're actually ranked third. So, so you're, you're you know, there's a big difference. You know, there's 12, two, 12 and 2, which is me, 11 and 3, which is another guy, which is kind of, he, he's a guy that we used to work with, we really liked a lot, but he's, he is such a sneak when it comes to, uh, fantasy football. Like this guy, he must every have, year, he must have the numbers to the players because he knows exactly who to pick up. He knows exactly who's going to be playing, who's going to be out, who's going to be in for him. And he knows every time he'll pick him up. And he and he does 
great with them. And me and him and just everybody, I mean, they're like, my gosh, Brian, he's going to have, he, he's, he's going to have the right people. And I'm like, who in the hell? Yeah. Is he he'll he'll to? pick up some, he'll pick up somebody random, you know, on the rosters on a weekday. And you're like, why'd he pick him up? Well, guess what? That guy he just picked up, he just replaced somebody because the night before we didn't hear about it, but somehow he did. That guy got hurt. And yeah. then. He puts this guy in, and he gets like a record-setting number of points. You're like, what is going like 25 on? Twenty-five points, and you're like, what? yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're like, what? And he's just sitting back, going, <laughs> yeah. you know. I'm just like, oh my gosh. But it's those so, kind of people that you love to have in your fantasy football league because yeah. it keeps it exciting. And exactly, you know, it's it's always kind of like a a, a a challenge. You know, you're like, ah, as long as. As long as I beat Brian, that's all that matters. Exactly. Is if I if I lose every game and I can I can be that guy that that he loses to that pisses him off, sign me up because you know, that's just how it goes. And then me and him are at each other this year. You know, I only have two losses. One of them came last week to the guy that we that Preston's playing this week that he just does not want to lose to, and I, as much as I hated losing to him, you know I could afford to lose to him because I went on an eleven game win streak, and my second, my first loss came the second week, and it was to Brian Shively, and that's where that's where he's like, you think you're good, but you still lost to me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So he uh, exactly. He's just one of those people, you know. You like to have as like a, a good. He's an all around rival to everybody. To where not necessarily you can gang up on him, but everybody has a common rival with with that. And it's funny because you know he has actually met my mom one time at a OU football game, and uh, it's funny because. They have like a they they talk about each other just because of fantasy football. So she's like your friend Brian Shively. She's I'm playing him this week. She goes I I just hope I win. And then like at work he'd be like Yeah I'm playing your mom this week. Uh, hope I he goes I hope I beat the shit out of her. You know it's just <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's like that sounds it's about funny right because they have. They have kind of a rivalry because, you know, my mom has won and she's usually pretty high up there. It's funny how she just knows how to pick her team as well. Yep. But, you know, they just have like their own. And so it, it it's definitely that's an exciting part of this year, too, of this time of year is fantasy football. Mm-hmm. We definitely all look oh, forward yeah. to that. So, yeah, this this time for me and this time for you, too, I imagine is is just a, a good time in general and I, it should be a good time you know for for everybody as as well you know for whatever for whatever you like to do whatever you you know makes you happy at this time but yeah that's that's quite, kind of where i'm at on it well i mean as you get older and as you become you know we're parents and we're you know young adults so you know the christmas time is definitely um different as an adult than it is as a kid, but it's definitely nice to have those, those things that you can think back on as, and to give your kids the same opportunity and uh, tradition that you can share with them to kind of, to break up like the, uh, the stress of, you know, holiday times and, you know, just the getting ready and running around. And, you know, we have a bunch of Christmas that we have to go to, you know, you have, I know you guys have a bunch of Christmases that y'all have to go to, and it's just kind of hard to kind of fit all, all that in. And, you know, essentially in the two weeks or, you know, some, for some, it's like a week and a half, you know, but it's just, it's nice to kind of have to, to be able to slow down and, uh, and kind of go back to your, to your tradition, you know, of movies or, you know, maybe, maybe things that y'all go do. Like I know y'all went out and looked at Christmas lights, you know, that might be something that y'all do, you know, every year and stuff. So there's, there's definitely things that it's nice to have to kind of take your mind off of the, not necessarily the, 
the bad things, but the stressful, definitely the stressful part of the, you know, the holidays and everybody goes through it. So it's just, it's nice to have those, those little stupid, you know, fun things to do to kind of keep your mind off of it. But we could go on all day about that. So we're getting, we're getting close to the end here. We've had a, we've had a nice little back and forth this, this show, Christmas stuff and football. So. Um, yeah, exactly. I, I will say this time of year, especially this year, you know, obviously, like I said, it's really good, but there's one thing I'm really not looking forward to. And actually tonight I have to start on my new rotation at work and tonight I'll be starting graveyard shift. So that's from 1030 PM to 645 AM. Obviously, not looking forward to it whatsoever. Um, yeah, I'm not, uh, you know, especially, you know, it happens right now, you know, during Christmas and all this stuff. It's like almost like a burden in a sense, you know, very thankful and blessed for the job. You know, and I love my job, but just in general, just having to go there, you know, on these hours, ugh, I, to, to anybody who works, to anybody who works graveyard, um, you know, constantly hats off to you. You know, I don't, I don't know how you do it, but I'll tell you this graveyard people, they're a different kind. So uh, have you, have you ever worked graveyard shit before Dustin? So, I mean, not to get into a big long story, but yes, uh, before I actually started out where I've been the last 10 and a half years, I worked two weeks on graveyard at a job that I had in between jobs. And as soon as I found out that I had the job that I have now, I gave them the old one, two piece out. (laughs) I did my two weeks on graveyard and I don't necessarily ever plan on going back unless I just have to like you do, you know, you kind of have to, in your job, you have a rotation. So, uh, so yes, I have, and I'm not a big fan of it. And, you know, some people are built for it. Some people like it. That's what they like to do. So, but yes, I have, and I'm not, a, not a huge fan of it. So. No, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely not for me, especially with my schedule and, you know, with, my kids and my wife and stuff like that, you know, it, it does, it doesn't work for us, but for some people it does. And that's right. Just not for me. So, so yeah, but actually, uh, I, man, I feel like there's so many other things that we can just keep talking about. We can go on and on about, and mm-hmm. I want to, and I'm sure there's going to be multiple episodes where we just, you know, keep, you know, going on and on on different subjects and stuff like this and get deeper and deeper and stuff like that. But unfortunately, tonight, I think we're going to have to cut it a little bit short. It should be about the same, about the yeah. same time as, as last episode. So, I mean, it's, it's, you know, we still got a full hour in. So I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. So, so one thing I will add. Um, so with our, our last episode that we published, we had some activity, I guess you could say, you know, we had said we had some streams and a couple of da- or like 15 or so downloads or, which was a lot more than what I had expected. Um, I don't know about you, but I was actually, uh, I was actually pretty impressed without having to do any kind of, um, you know, we didn't do any kind of promotion or anything promoting. Not at all. So, I mean, not at all. Really haven't even told anybody. Right. So with that being said, you know, if you are listening, you know, please feel free to reach out to us, ask us anything, you know, anything's, you know, anything goes. So we'll we'll be, we'll be glad to hear, hear from you. We do have uh, an email um, put together that you can email us at. It's uh, novemberzonepodcast at gmail.com. Um. You know, you can ask us anything you want, questions, any tips. If you are a podcaster and listening, you know, if you have any tips for us that we can do anything to better our show, editing-wise, you know, anything that we need to to add or any criticism, we're open to it all, you know. So 
um, we look forward to hearing from, from our listeners and, uh, hopefully we can kind of pick up, uh, pick up a little bit more of a listening base and we may even get to where we get, we get more, more into it to where we can start, uh, you know, posting, you know, recording and posting or publishing more frequently. So, um, so yeah, with that, with that being said, you know, definitely reach out to us and ask us anything. Uh, we'll, we'll be open to, to anything. And it actually will help us with some things that we can talk about and answer. And so anything you want to add, Preston? Yeah, I was going to say, um, you know, back to what you said about, we really do, you know, much promoting or, or, uh, you know, telling really many people at all about it. Um, I think we're on the same page. We kind of wanted to have like, you know, uh, another episode out, you know, to kind of, to kind of, um, you know, have two episodes out, you know, before we start telling people and posting it on social media and stuff like this, you know, you know, to, to see how we, you know, how we sounded, you know, you know, if we liked it, if we were getting into it and stuff like that. And so, um, you know, we definitely want to, we want to start that with this final release, you know, with this one, you know, we'll definitely, we'll get it all edited and then we will, we'll go ahead and, you know, start putting our name out there, trying to get our name out there a little more, you know, and, and see what happens. So, I mean, what's the worst that's going to happen? And definitely Nothing. we, we will so. probably look, look more towards the social media aspect too. We'll make our, we'll make a page or we'll make something, um, you know, like a Instagram or Twitter or something where we can post updates and we can definitely get a little bit more interactive that way as well. So right now, just the email address, like I'd said, uh, November zone podcast and it, uh, at gmail.com. And it's in our, uh, description on most of the sites that we post to. So, uh, for right now, that's, that's going to be our main source of interaction until we can move, move a little bit more forward. So we're, uh, like, like I said, yeah. we're, we're just starting off and we're, we're just trying to, uh, we're not going to try to rush anything. We're just going to get it all squared away as we go. So. No, the more established we get, you know, the more stuff we'll put out there, you know, the more stuff we'll start creating, like you said, Instagram, mm-hmm. uh, Facebook page and stuff like that. And, you know, so right now we're getting the hangs of the hang of things and, you know, just going along with it and, and, and see where, see where we go. And, you know, we're, 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 we're really pumped about it, you know, especially something to do on our, our spare time, the little spare time that we have anyways. But, but yeah, I think, I think next episode we're going to, we're going to try to come uh, full speed ahead on, on some, on some really funny stories and funny things. Yeah, we're coming hard. So I I was going to say something, but it wasn't going to make any sense, obviously to the listeners and stuff like that. But Dustin would have gotten it, but I was going to say, I give my code of lessons. You heard it right. Code of lessons, not condolences. And that will, uh, (laughs) That that right there is going to open up uh, a box for for the next episode, and I I, I know Dustin knows exactly what what uh what I'm talking about on that. That that in itself is a giant archive of some of the best content that we would probably ever give to y'all, and it's going to be so, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> it, yeah, if you so don't laugh at it, it, if you don't laugh at it, then I don't know what you're going to laugh at. So no. That's good. No. So yes, yeah, so we can we can touch on that uh next next uh episode that we post um or record I should say. So yeah, y'all be looking for that. So my divas couldn't uh code of lessons. <laughs> yes, code of lessons. And I'm sure people are like crossing their eyes like these guys are dumb asses. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But wait, there's more. That's right. So so okay, well here we go. uh it's been it's been real, it's been good. It's been real good, but every good thing has got to come to an end. So take it away, my friend. Here is episode two of November Zone podcast. We look forward to talking to you guys again here in the near future. And we'll go ahead and leave you with this. This was Preston and Dustin. We'll see you later. Hey, if you enjoyed this week's episode, let us know. We can be reached at our official November Zone email listed in the description. We look forward to hearing from you, and thanks for listening.